I don't talk too often about how I run my own agency on the show. And part of the reason is because it's not necessarily germane to the conversation typically. However, I am a big believer in using virtual assistants and uh, remote team members. I was part of a wedding. My buddy got married maybe 10 years ago or so, and he gave all of his groomsmen a copy of The 4-Hour Workweek by Tim Ferriss. And I went right through it. This was before I had started Spiral Marketing, and uh, by the end of the book, like many an entrepreneur, I was pretty darn excited about creating systems of delegation and getting inspired about how to do more with less time. And if you haven't picked up that book, then highly recommend it. It's almost a no-brainer for any entrepreneur, yeah. right? Um, so... I think that today's guest is going to be able to get you inspired along a similar vein. And uh, if you haven't already considered using virtual assistants, or if you do use virtual assistants, then either way, I think you're going to come away with tools and processes and uh, just general inspiration to do more in that realm. So with that being said, please enjoy. What is the DNA of business marketing? How do we market ourselves now and in the future? Brand communications is evolving. Are you? Let's explore together. Spiral upwards. This is Spiral Marketing. Nathan Hirsch is an entrepreneur and expert in remote hiring and e-commerce. He is the co-founder and CEO of FreeUp.com. FreeUp.com. Freeze. <laughs> Freeze. I like that. A marketplace that connects businesses with pre-vetted freelancers in e-commerce, digital marketing, and much more. He has sold over 30 million online and regularly appears on leading business podcasts around the world. Welcome, Nathan Hirsch. Carl, thanks so much for having me. I'm pumped up to be here. Likewise, likewise. My pleasure. Thanks for being on. So we are going to talk about remote hiring and how to use virtual assistants. And this is something that you probably talk about in your sleep. I love it. Hiring is, is so exciting for me. I mean, it's one of the keys to being an entrepreneur. They don't teach it in school and it can be really be the difference between success and failure. Right, right. Absolutely. Doing more with less and just being able to do more, extending your own reach with your values and uh, your processes, your intelligence and strengths and supplementing your weaknesses with other people's strengths. Uh, not not to uh, take from uh, what you're talking about, but th these are I I'm pumped up when you reached out. I thought, you know what? It's this is a great topic for us to talk about because I'm a personal believer in it. And I think that it's one of those topics where you really can't as a business person and really even just as somebody in uh, the it, I'm going to say in a first world country and a third world country, it might be a little bit more complicated, but then you're coming at it from another angle. Um, and maybe, maybe that's not valid, but, um, somebody who's creating income either from a business or from a salary can extend that into a greater productivity with virtual assistance. So I think that it's, it's not just for entrepreneurs, but for entrepreneurial minded folks. 
Yeah, it's pretty cool. We, we live in a fun time. I mean, over the next 10 years, over 50% of the workforce is going to end up being remote. So the gig economy is booming. If you're not taking advantage of it, your competitors are, or they will be soon. And there's no better time to get started now because it's like anything else. It's a process. You're going to have the ups and downs. There, there's no one in the world that has a 100% hiring record, but you're going to learn from those. You're going to come up with a good, solid process and once you get that in place and you start making good hires, it's addicting and you do it more and more and more. And that's how what really helps your business scale. Amen. Well, how did you get started in the space? When did, when did you start uh, getting interested and how did you get into it? Yeah, so I started off as a broke college kid looking for extra side money. And I started to hustle. I tried every little thing to make money. And I started making money for the first time selling textbooks. I noticed the, the bookstore was ripping me off. They were paying me pennies on the dollar. So I created my own book business out of my college dorm room, made a nice little referral program. And before I knew it, I had lines out the door of people trying to sell me their books to the point where I actually got a cease and desist letter from my college because I was taking up so much of the bookstore's business. Wow. So that was my first glimpse into being an entrepreneur. And books led me to Amazon. This was back in 2008, 2009. There were no courses, no gurus. I had to figure it out by myself. And I tried selling stuff that I really liked, sporting equipment, DVDs, computer games. And I just failed over and over and over. And the only thing that I could get to sell were books. And it wasn't until I branched outside my comfort zone and, and found the baby product niche that I started to have success. So if you can imagine me as a 21-year-old single college guy dropshipping baby products out of my college dorm room, that was me. <laughs> and yeah, the business scaled rapidly. I mean, we did a million dollars in the first year and I had no idea what I was doing. I was a young entrepreneur. So I'm doing everything myself, emails, listing, orders. And I meet with an accountant because I'm making enough money where I have to start paying taxes. And he goes, when are you going to hire a first person? And I kind of shrugged him off. Like, why would I do that? The money's going into my pocket. I don't want to give it to someone else. No one can do it as well as I can. I don't want to teach someone else. I can do this forever, on and on and on. And he just laughed in my face and he pretty much said, you're going to figure out this lesson on your own. So my first busy season comes around the fourth quarter and I get destroyed. I'm working 20 hours a day. My social life is gone. My grades start to plummet. And somehow I make it through those seven weeks to January. And in my mind, I'm thinking I can never let that happen again. I need to start hiring people. So I hire my first employee, who's my business partner, Connor, great hire right from the beginning. So I think hiring is easy. And I proceed to make a bad hire after bad hire after bad hire. And, and that was hiring college kids, really the only people that were around me. So that's really when I got introduced to the Upworks and the Fivers based on necessity. I didn't want to hire college kids anymore, but I also didn't have these 30-year-old marketing experts that wanted to come work for me as a 21-year-old newbie entrepreneur. So that's kind of how I went from a broke college kid to um, the e-commerce space. And then that really led me down the path to starting FreeUp. Right. Excellent. That's an amazing story. <laughs> Thank you. It's, it's been fun. You never being an entrepreneur, it's so much ups and downs, but you really have to take it in. You have to enjoy the ride. It, it's a lot more fun than the nine to five. Right. Right. Well, I, you're preaching to the choir, probably with me <laughs> and uh, likely with a lot of the listeners. So uh, that's that's apt. Well, fantastic. So where do you like to start with folks who you are warming up to the concept of virtual assistants? 
Yeah, so there's two ways to go about hiring. You're either taking stuff off your plate or you're turning weaknesses into strengths. So what I recommend that all the listeners do is turn off your computer, your phone, and get away from your business for a few hours and create a list of everything that you do on a week-to-week, day-to-day, month-to-month basis and put it all down there and figure out how do I get a few hours in my day back? Because I didn't just wake up one day and hire 40 people for my team. I slowly started to figure out, hey, how do I get two hours of my morning back? How do I get 10 hours of my week back? So figure out those really small tasks, prioritize them from easiest to hardest, and start with those tasks and take them off your plate. And whether you're creating a free up account or you're using any marketplace, it's that experiment. You put in a request, interview someone, so give them a, a trial, give them feedback, figure out how to get those hours back. That's what's most important. Then on the other side, one of the best activities that I did with my business partner, Connor, way back in the day when our business was kind of stalling, um, we were stepping on each other's toes. And we, for an hour on our patio, it might've been two hours, we just went back and forth, you're bad at this. <laughs> and we would write it down. And it was an incredibly uncomfortable meeting at first, but we got so much out of it because at the end of the meeting, we realized that we complement each other very well, which is great, we were good business partners. But we also had this list of everything, of all these things that we were not good at, yet we were doing them every single week. So what we started to do was we would hire mid-level people, specialists, or experts to come in and turn those weaknesses into strengths, and our business started rapidly growing again. So I encourage you, depending on where you are, if you're more stuck in the day-to-day or you have things that maybe are not your core competency that you're doing all the time, um, to take one or both of those hiring strategies to start. Nice. What is the most common objection or obstacle you get from folks getting started? I think everyone is pretty hesitant with the security side of it, right? You're hiring someone, you're giving them access to your business, your baby, the thing you care the most about. Um, and, And what I like to tell people is, yes, hiring is a risk along with every other part of being an entrepreneur. And there's absolutely nothing that I can do to make that risk zero. Even if you hire your best friend to sit right next to you and and you watch over them, there's still a chance that they can do something stupid or jeopardize your business in some way. That That's not going anywhere. But with that said, I mean, I've been hiring for eight years. I've never had any real security issue. Free up bills 12,000 hours a week and we spend a lot of time vetting these people and we've never had a security issue. And I'm sure if we bill enough hours, eventually something will happen. That's just the percentages. But once they're into our network, if you use FreeUp, they care a lot more about being in our network and getting clients and growing their business than they do about jeopardizing yours. And even if you don't use FreeUp, the percentages are much smaller than you think. And really hiring is the only option. I mean, how many $5 million a year businesses do you know that are solo one-man operations? Zero. Exactly. You have to hire if you want to take it to the next level. Right. Together we go far. Exactly. Alone, we can go fast. Together, we can go far. Right. I'm not sure who said that, but that. Well, that's great. Let's uh, let's talk about. Well, even before the next question, I just want to point out, and uh, audio only listeners, my apologies, but you have a really cool. Is that a painting or a photo? Or it looks like a photo of a sculpture of what looks to me. Of course, to me, it looks like a spiral. <laughs> yeah. So I know my core competencies, not only in business, but in personal life and decoration, design, fashion, not my core competency. So my girlfriend decorates our condo, our office and all that stuff. I see. Well, (laughs) tell her I give her kudos for that one. 
I will. Perfect. Okay. So let's talk about free up. I think that some people may have familiar with Upwork and Fiverr. They might not even. So why don't you just give a quick introduction to what free up is? Yeah. So once I started using these other platforms and I've used all of them, you post a job, you get 50 people to apply, you interview them one by one, and it just takes forever. And I remember this one day I was sitting, I opened up an office when I moved down to Florida before I got rid of it and made it, made us remote again. Um, but I was doing, I did eight straight hours of remote interviews. And at the end of that, I didn't find one person that was a good fit. And I actually picked up a chair, which is not like me. And I threw it against the wall and I said, this is ridiculous. So there has to be a faster way than this. And when I couldn't find that, I built it myself. And that's what FreeUp is. We get hundreds of applicants every week. We vet them for skill, attitude, communication. We take the top 1%, let them into our network, and then make them available to clients quickly, rapid fire, whenever they need them. I mean, it's free to sign up. There's no monthly fee, no minimums, no obligation. Whenever you need, whenever they need a freelancer, they say, hey, I need a graphic designer. They fill out a request or a digital marketer or a customer service rep, whatever it is. We fill those within a business day, usually faster, of people we've already vetted, ready to go. You can interview them. If you like them, click hire. If you don't, you provide us feedback and we get you someone else quickly. On the back end, my calendar is right at the top of the website. I'm very easy to contact, although I have a team of people that monitor my Skypes and emails 24-7. So if I'm on a podcast or sleeping, you always get instant support. And then on the back end, we both know how frustrating it is to have someone that you like walk out the door. Um, so we added a no turnover guarantee. So freelancers on our platform rarely quit. Of course, it's real life. It could happen. If it does, we cover all replacement costs and get you a new freelancer right away. So that's really what we're all about, the pre-vetting, the speed, the customer service, and that protection at the end. Excellent. And I was going to ask, because you are in an industry that is not without competition, yeah. <laughs> is that your positioning, your competitive advantage? As you said, customer service, uh, responsiveness. What, what, it, what, what is your position? So speed and speed. Okay. Is that, is that really the answer? Yeah. I mean, the, the pre-vetting and the speed is really the main things and the customer service and the no turnover guarantee are great. And I don't think other people have the level that we do, but the big differentiator is that pre-vetting in the front and the speed. I mean, who has two weeks to find a graphic designer that they need for a five hour project? Or, I mean, even if it's a long-term job or a four month project or, or whatever it is, do you really want to spend two weeks and it could be four weeks, it could be one week, you really don't know. And if you make, let's say you make that bad hire or the person does quit, you're right back at the beginning going through all those applicants again. So as an entrepreneur, we both know it, it's all about time. And I always just wanted a faster way to get access to top talent. Excellent. That, that makes sense. Less wasted time is a big pattern within the differentiators there that I'm hearing. Exactly. Excellent. Okay. Well, uh, that makes sense. In terms of other tips for people who are they're believers, they want to just continue to expand. What do you tell those folks? 
So a big part of hiring is diversifying. And I'll kind of give you a little story behind that. Please. So you, a lot of entrepreneurs, this is what happens. They make a bunch of bad hires, right? And then they finally find someone they like, and then they just load them up with everything. And I did the same thing. After getting frustrated with some bad hires, I found someone I liked. I trusted him. I spent six months teaching him how to do orders, listing, customer service. Um, and I did the same thing on the supplier side. I had this one supplier. I was really good at selling their product. I I had some other ones, but I didn't really spend time on them. I was just focused on this one. So I get the business to a point where I'm sleeping better. I'm not stressed out. He's running the business without me. I can focus on growth. Time to take my first vacation in probably a year. And so I go to Myrtle Beach. And on the first day of the trip, I get three phone calls. The first from the supplier telling me they no longer wanted to work with me. So all, all my eggs were in one basket. I got a call from this person I had spent six months training. I called him the manager of the day and he told me his parents wanted him to focus on school and he could no longer work for me. So six months of training out the window. And then I get a call from uh, my accountant saying that someone had filed a tax return in my name and I was going to have to deal with my identity being stolen when I got home. So I went... Yeah. Within four hours of each other, I got those calls. So, I mean, I went from this ultimate high to on this young entrepreneur crushing it, making more money than I ever should. And I have these systems in place. My people are hired, ready to go and to boom, let's just start all over again from scratch. And I'm so happy I learned that lesson in year 1.5 to two than in year five, six, seven, right? So I came back and I started reaching out to lots of suppliers. I departmentalized one person for orders, one person for listing, and one person for customer service. So, I mean, the whole lesson in this is to really make sure that no one is irreplaceable. People can quit, people can get sick, it's always gonna happen. The more that you spread stuff out, the better. Even instead of hiring one 40 hour week customer service rep, hiring 220 is gonna protect you in so many ways. Don't put your eggs in one basket. <laughs> Love it. Okay, perfect. Well, uh, so I'm curious. You're you're obviously a motivated, ambitious guy. What? How do you keep yourself motivated, ambitious? Do you have Do you have a mantra? What do you uh, consume uh, to uh, to to stay at the top of your game? <laughs> I'm weird. We're all weird, us entrepreneurs. I, I don't know. I, I'm always been driven and, and I feel like I'm not really driven. I, I'm not driven for what other people think about me, but I am driven for other people. For example, one of the things that I'm most proud out proud of is we paid out over $3 million to freelancers last year. And even if you look on the client side, we've helped thousands of businesses grow and people pursue their dreams and their passion. So that that's really what motivates me. I mean, when I, when I go, and when I travel in the U.S. and I meet up with freelancers and they show me their car or their houses and when I went to the Philippines and people were pumped up because they were getting better opportunities than they ever had locally. I mean, that, that's really what drives me. We've been able to do a lot of cool things here and it's one of the reasons that I got out of the Amazon space because, yeah, I can make a lot of money on Amazon and it was cool and it was my first business and I learned so much. But at the end of the day, I was selling these products that weren't mine, these baby products. I, I'm not passionate about baby products. There, there really was no why. And so with me creating free up and getting to that why is what motivated me as an entrepreneur. Love it. Love it. Finding your why. That's a continuous practice and worth keeping as your North Star, isn't it? 
Exactly. And my mom always said, work hard, play hard. So that's kind of the mantra I live by, um, whether it's sports, working out, friends, family, um, <laughs> with obviously business. Um, that, that's kind of how I go in. I, I go all out. And, and that means a lot of failure, a lot of rejection. It's part of the game, but you just keep moving forward. Love it. Okay, perfect. Well, curious, do you have any ask for my audience? Yeah, so if you go to freeup.com with three E's, my calendar is right at the top of the website. Book a meeting with me. Let's talk about your business. Even if you don't want to use FreeUp, I'd love to talk hiring strategy and see how I can help. Obviously, if you want to create a free account, um, you can go on and mention this podcast, get a free $25 credit, um, and check us out on social media. We post, we spend a lot of time trying to get great content that actually helps business owners, helps freelancers, whether it's our YouTube channel, our blog, our, our Instagram account. Um, that's really what we're passionate about and what we're focused on. Love it. Okay, do you have anything else you'd like to add? No, I really appreciate you having me. And hopefully I was able to give some good um, information and knowledge to your listeners. I think that you have. Thank you very much, Nathan. It's a pleasure having you on. Thank you. And uh, of course, you can uh, check out the show notes and see all of the reference links and uh, topics mentioned on spiralmarketing.com. And it will be under the podcast section. Thanks again, Nathan.